Chelsea here with Solutions for Seniors podcast. Before I get started today, I would like to thank Home Helpers of Bourbon A for sponsoring Solutions for Seniors podcast. If you or your loved one are in the Kankakee or Will County area, call Home Helpers at 815-401-5527 for all your home care needs. You can also visit their website at homehelpershomecare.com forward slash kinkakee. The last couple weeks, I've talked about how to help your aging loved one decide where to live, whether they're able to age in place or move to a care facility. But for many seniors, they are unable to age in place, they don't have family to live with, and they cannot afford to move into a care facility. What options do our loved ones have then? For many seniors, they survive on Social Security from month to month. Their retirement years are challenging, and enjoying the golden years and living comfortably is only a dream for them. And once they retire, they struggle. They are in survival mode. The good news is, is when seeking care on a limited income of Social Security, there are a few options available for personal help for our aging loved ones or additional income to pay for care. Here are a few ways we can help our aging loved ones make that happen. Supplemental Security Income, SSI. If your aging loved one is receiving Social Security alone, consider having them apply for SSI. The federal benefit is available to those 65 and older, the disabled, and the blind who have limited income and resources. Medicaid. In addition to Medicare, Qualifying people 65 and older with limited resources can receive Medicaid. It provides coverage for inpatient and outpatient care, including costs that Medicare does not cover, such as nursing home care and personal care services. Medicare Waivers Program. State Medicaid plans or state planned amendments often indicate what type of services are covered under Medicaid. Contact your state's Medicaid office and ask them about LTSS coverage, long-term care coverage. This program allows individuals to have active roles in the services they receive. Self-directed personal assistance services allows participants to direct the type of care that they receive, choose who will provide the care, include their own preferences, choices, and abilities in their service plan. States can target this program to people who already received services under 1915C waiver and may want to direct their own care. State can limit the number of people who self-direct their care and can decide whether this program will be statewide or limited to a certain area. Medicaid also offers nursing home stays for seniors on limited income. Your aging loved one's community might offer more services through churches or different charity programs. For more information, contact your aging loved one's local area agency on aging, Department of Aging, or the Ombudsman's Office in your aging loved one's city or community. If your aging loved one is still living independently, Here are some options to help them look into. There are many affordable housing options available for low-income older adults. 
through both the government and private market, and affordable doesn't have to mean sacrificing quality or a great lifestyle. By making the move to a more affordable senior housing community, your aging loved one can build new friendships, enjoy the activities they love every day, and stay in a community they can call home. Here are six types of affordable senior housing options available to low-income older adults on a fixed budget. The first is co-op housing. Although the first senior co-op opened in Minnesota in 1978, more seniors living co-ops are popping up and offering reduced and middle market rental rates. Today, there are 125 senior co-ops in the United States serving more than 10,500 residents, according to Denise Wilson, the Senior Cooperative Foundation Board Chairman. These communities are ideal for older adults who are completely independent and need no added assistance. Additionally, in order to keep costs low and offer affordable options for older adults, such communities require seniors to pitch in with tasks like answering the phone, helping clean community spaces, or assisting with other essential tasks. The second is public housing. Public housing communities are typically large complexes or high-rise buildings that are operated by city or county public housing agencies. And about 31% of public housing tenants are seniors. Public housing helps seniors remain in their home community that they know and love while avoiding or delaying a move to a nursing home or other institution that are much more costly for the government and seniors themselves. In order to qualify for public housing, older adults must have a low income and be able to spend 30% of their income on rent and utilities. Third, virtual retirement communities. Although not a community per se, the virtual village option allows seniors who are living independently to stay in their current home while receiving low-cost access to local senior living services such as transportation, internal and external home repairs, housekeeping, educational and fitness classes, and social outings. Virtual Village memberships can cost as low as $100 per year and up to $500 per year. Although Medicare and Medicaid will not cover these fees, in some areas, local organizations may be able to help cover those fees. The fourth, Housing Choice Voucher Program. Formerly known as Section 8 Housing, the Housing Choice Voucher is managed by more than 3,300 state, regional, and local public housing agencies with funds from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. The Housing Choice Voucher Program serves very low-income people, helping more than 5 million people nationwide with affordable housing, and more than 600,000 of those are seniors. This type of affordable senior housing is typically for seniors who are not disabled and can afford to live independently without assistance. The income of someone seeking the Housing Choice Voucher Program can be no more than 50% of the area's median income. You can find specific income limits for your area on the HUD website. Number five, 
Section 202, Supportive Housing for the Elderly. Established by HUD in 1959, the Section 202 program provides the only rent-assisted housing just for seniors and the disabled. Section 202 offers affordable senior housing for those who are able to live as independently as possible but may need some extra assistance with activities of daily living, such as bathing and getting dressed. This program is available for adults 62 and older with a very low household income, typically below 50% of the area's median income. Amenities and services can vary from community to community, but they often include transportation and counseling services, meals and housekeeping, as well as an apartment with special features such as grab bars and ramps. And finally, low income housing tax credit. Although the low income house tax credit is not targeted specifically at senior living communities, this federal funded program's goal is to ensure that there are enough low income housings to meet the demand. If you qualify with HUD, you can apply for a low-income housing tax credit, affordable senior housing community directly. Just visit your city, county, or state affordable housing website. Search for communities that feature the LIHTC program and apply with the community itself. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope this episode has helped you and your aging loved one find care on a fixed income. Again, I would like to thank Home Helpers of Bourbon A for sponsoring Solutions for Seniors podcast. If you or your loved one are in the Kankakee or Will County area, call Home Helpers at 815-401-5527 for all your home care needs. You can also visit their website at homehelpershomecare.com forward slash kinkakee. Join me next week for another episode on a common challenge we all face while helping our aging loved ones. Stay safe and well.